Uh, looking forward to the game against Utah this Saturday. Uh, um, feel really good about the game, uh, getting that win last weekend. And so uh, we've moved on and, and try to find ways to learn from the mistakes that were made and try to improve and learn from all of it and, and uh, make sure that we try to improve as much as we can from week one to week two. Uh, it's been a crazy week in, in uh, college football with, with uh, all the different games and different upsets with uh, the so-called upsets with all the games that happened over the weekend. So. You know, just heard a lot about our our week schedule, and those those teams seem to do pretty good last you know, over the weekend. So uh, college football, that's why it's just uh, it's fun to watch because you never know. And so looking forward for us to get better as a team and as a program, and make sure that we perform at our best against a very talented Utah team. And looking forward to, to facing a ranked team here this weekend. All right, Jared, go ahead. Kalani, we talked after the game about uh, the the health situation. What have you learned in the last couple of days? Where are you at as far as some of those injuries, uh, particularly Keenan? How's he doing? And and those guys. Yeah, Ke- Keenan's doing actually, uh, you know, pretty good right now. And I uh, think we just go into that uh, concussion protocol. I think the the, the the scariest thing was just not knowing because he was out. And I'm really thankful that that our you know the trainers and the doctors were able to take him in and. and uh, we ran all the tests and did everything we could, and, and it seems like he's going to be he's going to be good. I mean, highly unlikely to play this Saturday, but um, we're just glad to get him back and get him healthy, and we'll work on on getting him back to to full speed. But you know, football is not the thing that we worry about right now with him. It's just making sure that he's healthy. Gunner uh, didn't come back into the game, and so um, good news is he's not out for the year, and so we'll. Uh, we'll see how he, he goes day to day over the weekend. Has been has been tough on him. Doubtful for the game, but never know what could happen. From you know, in the next uh, four to five days, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I think everybody else that that were banged up in the game came back and, and finished. So you know, we, we have some guys that are a little sore and everything. They just got to get better and be ready to play. Jake, go ahead. Kwani, obviously Utah, there's a heightened sense of, I don't know what you want to call it, just uh, spirit, I guess, around this game every single year. Do you look forward to it every time you guys get to play Utah? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, and I know our players are. And we didn't get the game last year, you know, so I think that the – uh, we were looking forward to a lot of different things this year. The, this weekend, having the fans in, in the, the stadium was really, really nice to, to rely on that energy from them. And, and it caused some problems. You know, when you're going from an empty stadium and you can yell out as a coach, a uh, correction, it didn't it didn't work this this last weekend, obviously, because of the noise level. And, but we love having the fans there. And, um, you know, we, we just – with the matchup with Utah, we're excited for the game. So our, our guys know that, that there's a lot of work to be done in the next few days and, and get ready for this week of prep so we can, uh, you know, be at our be at our best and perform at our best against Utah. Can you give us just a scouting report of what you see from them on film? Are they any different than they are in every other instance you've ever scouted them? Yeah, really talented, well-coached. I mean, I, I know their coaches really well, so I – uh, they're going to get the most out of their kids. You can see um, great leadership. I mean, the guy that stands out the most to me is their linebacker. 
Uh, Lloyd's, a, you know, he's just he's a big time playmaker, and they're big up front. Um, you know, on the very physical team on on all three phases, and so uh, we're we're really looking forward to the matchup. Uh, obviously, I, I know I know them really well, and we seem to know each other. So we'll we'll see what happens on the field. But it comes down to the players making plays and making sure that we as coaches learn from some of the things that we've gone through, um, especially after the first game, and try to make sure we get that improvement. Everyone says that you you improve the most from week one to week two. Well, We'll see how much they improve. We'll see how much we improve and then see what happens on Saturday. Hey, Mitch, and then Jared. Yeah, Kalani, uh, you've seen the, the rivalry from so many different angles, player, coach, head coach. Um, maybe as, as a player back in the day, what, what are your favorite memories of the rivalry and what changes between the lines in a rivalry compared to uh, just a, a normal regular season game? Well, I think just because we're familiar with with each other, and you know, I, me and my little brother played here at BYU, and our old, our oldest brother played at Utah, and so there's there's the family connection, there's the friends, and you know, there's a lot of guys on our team that know a lot of guys on their team, and so th that's on the field, and then you go beyond the field and into households, and there's a lot of people that cheer for both, and there's a lot of people that have mixed families that go for one or the other school. So that's I think that makes it a lot more fun and makes it a you know, the bragging rights are the, are the, are the key here. So we're, we're looking to try to find ways to make our fans happy. And that, as a coaching staff and as a, as a program and as a team, that's what we want to do. And beyond just bragging rights, uh, how much of an impact does this game maybe have on in-state recruiting and the perception young athletes have on the two programs that you guys are recruiting? I'm not really worried about that stuff, to be honest with you. I just want to win the game, do whatever we can to perform at our best and, and see what happens in the results. So um, right now we, we, we love our guys on our team. There's guys that, that are here that want to be here at BYU. And there's young men that we're recruiting that want to be here. And so uh, I don't know how much crossover we actually have in recruiting, but uh, all, all that matters right now is the game and then making sure that we show up and can be at our best. That's the key for us. Lonnie, everybody knows about the losing streak. You get asked about it every year that, you know, that before this game, how do you address it with the kids? Do you, do you talk about it at all? Do you ignore it? Like what, what do you do as far as trying to, trying to prepare to try and end that streak? I mean, you only get four years to play. So it's not like those guys, you know, really know that much about it. And so, and it's, it's, it's a while ago that I was on the other side, you know, when, when, it, when it first started. So, this year, just all we care about is right now. You, know, you, you learn from the past and you, you live in the, in the present and, and you prepare for the future. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're, obviously, there's things that you can carry over in, in, in games that, that allow you to be in a position to have more success and win the game. We're going to try to do all that. I mean, it's I don't think you can you can um, sit there and hide things from the players. They, they obviously know that there's a streak going on and things like that. So you address it and then you you give them the challenge of going out there and trying to find a way to, to you know, break it. So, and we're not going to hide from it or or shy away from any of that stuff. We want to play this game and we want to be aggressive and uh, we want to do whatever we can to, to make sure that we change what, you know, some of the past, as coaches, I mean, this is, you know, probably it's more on us than, than anything. So we'll try to find a way to get our players to 
to perform the best gives our best chance for success. Is there any way to prepare for how different it can be in a rivalry game just because the adrenaline and the interactions can be different? It's football. I don't know if you can, you can really, you, you just get out there and you just love the moment and then get excited for it. And that's, that's what we're going to get ready for. So I, I don't, I, I'm not going to sit there and try to play it up or play it down. You know, I'm just, it is what it is. And the kids are aware this, this generation, they're, they're different than when we were younger, you know, that there's a lot more information out there. And so I'm not going to put any bans on, them from social media or anything like that that's the life they live but but when they get into this building it's all work and when when we give them extra time and get some demand and expectations for them to prepare there's a certain standard that we have and and uh, they got to meet it okay and then mitch Lonnie, it seems like in your six years in provo you've brought more respect to the rivalry you started out by saying you basically hope Utah wins every game but one. Have you seen it change in that uh, in that respect through your tenure at BYU? I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's so it, it's it's a uh, unique because um, I'm the head coach here. But before I was a head coach, I was a player here at BYU. Before I was a player, I was a fan. So uh, my my job as a coach isn't to tell the fans what how to behave or how to act. My my job as a coach is just be thankful that we have fans that care and are passionate about our team and then try to meet their expectations. That's, that's what we teach our players. You know, we have fans with high expectations and we want to meet them. We want to make them all happy. And so the, the drive, the desires to prep and make sure that we're ready to do that. Um, as far as the respect goes, I, that's how I feel about every program. I, I think it's it, we're in a situation where all these young men and coaches and and staff members work really hard and, and you work all these long hours just for 12 opportunities to play a game. And um, some people don't think it's worth the, the, the time, but obviously we do. And then we're going against a team that feels the same way. So there's a camaraderie of, of people that are willing, players that are willing to spend um, thousands of hours of preparation just for minutes or seconds on the football field and so i think there's got to be that high level of respect for each other and in the rivalry i mean we i've been on both sides and i've had family that are on both sides and so it's there's really good people all over this place and especially in the in the rivalry games and i think it's just really good for the soul to wish good things on people i mean that's why i, I want to beat utah i really do Right, but after afterwards, I, I hope them. I, I wish them success and hope they do well. It, it does. It does. Wishing bad things on other people does not does is not good for the soul. So I've been taught that growing up from my from my father and my grandpa, and that's just how I live my life. I don't expect everybody to do it the same way, but they should try it. It's it's uh, it's relieving and it's it's refreshing, and I think it brings you closer to being a great disciple of Christ. Kalani, uh, uh, over the summer, uh, you know, Kyle Whittingham was asked if who's the the relationship with the biggest rivalry in their in their program, and he said that they have a lot of different rivals in, in their conference affiliation. Now, is is Utah still the biggest rival for BYU after all these years since being an independent? I don't think that's my job to define that. I think if you look at the fan base, they'll probably define it for you. You know, so I don't. I don't know if it's even appropriate to, to put it on Kyle or put it on myself to to define it for everybody. I'm just going to say we, we love playing this game. 
uh, we love sharing the field with with great opponents. We have a, a ranked, talented team coming into our house, and we're looking forward to you know defending our stadium. And and uh, both head coaches played for the great Lavelle Edwards. So uh, it's, it's it's a lot of cool things going on in this game, and um, so I'm not going to define whether or not different rivalries happen and all that stuff. I just think that the fan bases do it for the for us already. So that's is that, is that what you're asking about, Mitch? Yeah, that, that that's okay. great. And I wanted to ask you one more question too, Kalani. Um, you know, from the film study over Arizona, what maybe one or two things that really stood out that that give you some optimism going forward into the season? Um, well, you know, the, the the difficult thing and I mean just looking at the film uh, I know A-Rod was saying that during the game that it wasn't everything that we thought. I mean, we did all the, as much preparation as we could. They did some things that were different on film, on offense and defense, and definitely on special teams because we didn't know what to expect on special teams. But I was really um, I was really pleased with how our guys were able to, to adapt to it and then our staff taking uh, what we saw in, uh, on certain things in special teams, especially in getting on the sideline and drawing it up for our players. And then on offense and defense, we had to make some adjustments, uh, uh, you know, and adapt according to the, what we're seeing from the game plan. But I, I think you have to give a lot of credit to, to their coaching staff. It's a really good coaching staff. And and um, they were able to get their, their players played really hard and they were able to get certain uh, transfer guys in there to, to fill in some spots. And, man, they, they were a really tough team. They played hard and uh, it was it was fun. It was a fun night. Uh, we, you know, we, we obviously wish we could take some moments back and some decisions back. But uh, I mean, I, I keep going back to should I have should should I have um, declined that penalty or, you know, I, I don't know. But uh, getting the ball on the one yard, that, that whole sequence, I wish I could could look into it and see if I would have done differently. But I think that I'm just grateful that there's a lot of great learning moments from that game and that we were able to come out with a win. Um, Jake, last question. Yeah, Kalani, similar to what Mitch was asking in terms of your film review, after watching Jaron's game back, any different opinion on how he performed against Arizona? Yeah, I thought he did. I thought he did really well. The, the one thing that I liked about it, about it the most is he protected the football. And so um, that, that that's the one thing that I liked from him. Other than that, I, I thought he made some really good throws. I thought he made some great decisions. Uh, if you ask him, he wished he would have done a lot better. Um, and that's just, uh, you know, it was just nice to have a guy that's not um, happy with his performance and wants to get better. So. Uh, there's a lot of guys in, after the game that weren't happy with uh, some of the things that they did, but you know, we have to just keep building on it and keep learning. I, th I, th I thought for game one, we did some really good things and, and we also made some mistakes. And But that's not all on the players. I mean, that's, that's the coaches too. We got to find ways to get our guys to play at a higher level. And if it means that we have to uh, change some things in, in the game plan, then so be it. Or have different personnel groups in there, then, then we'll do that. But I don't want it to all rest on the players. I, I think if you watch the film, like I did, the effort was awesome and the energy was awesome. And so as coaches, we've got to find find ways to make it better. Just real quick, I also wanted to ask you about the 17 tackles for Keenan Peely. How rare is it anymore to see a guy garner that many tackles in a single game? Well, there's two sides to that. Number one is 
why are we playing that many plays on defense? And it's because we weren't getting out of drives and um, trying to find ways to get them off the field. That, that's number one. Um, and number two is that he's really active and has a great nose for the ball. I thought I thought um, Keenan and Peyton played great games, you know, and, and there's some things that they could they could fix and get better. But man, when those guys are, are, are flying around and playing uh, full speed, it's going to be really hard to, to keep both of those guys down. But it was nice that both of them were, were performing. I think they got player of the game, the co-player of the game for, bo for both guys on defense.